What is up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Tide Talk Live. Stacy Blackwood joined by Jake Thomas, as always. Jake, how you doing today, buddy? Man, I'm doing good. Uh, you know, we've been in this cold stretch here in town or here in Alabama here lately. So I ain't done nothing today besides play NCAA 13 all day. So it's a sounds, great day to do it. <laughs> sounds like a good day. Sounds like a good day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of NCAA, Jake, we're going to be talking about uh, some Alabama football here in just a minute. But as always, if you're not already, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, and give this video a huge thumbs up. Jump in the comment section and let us know your thoughts on the Alabama-Austin P game and then your early thoughts on the Iron Bowl matchup with the Auburn Tigers. All right, Jake, no, no sense in wasting time. Let's just dive into yesterday's game, Jake. It wasn't pretty. Uh, it was we, we were talking before we started recording how it was just kind of a weird game for Alabama. You look mm -hmm. at the stat sheet, Alabama over 500 yards, just giving up right at 200 yards to Austin P. But somehow it felt like Alabama played like poo-poo. So, yeah. uh, I mean, just give us your, your thoughts on the game, Jake, and, and how the team performed. I didn't get to see a lot of it. Uh, of course, it was like on the ESPN or app and saw that. I don't have that. But I did, you know, get to, get to, yeah, I did get to see the first half a little bit. And, I mean, the positives is, you know, Jace McClellan, like, had an outstanding game. Uh, and and the other thing that, that I noticed as well was uh, Jermaine Burton is starting to come around finally. And uh, he's finally getting, I, and you know, he's finally get getting his his touches. And I just kind of wondered maybe he wasn't as heavily involved as he should have been, you know, in the game plan leading up to this. I'm not sure, just but he he's come alive in the last couple of games. Uh, but you know, defensively, the first couple of series they they got, you know, they got behind our secondary for a couple couple plays, but. You know, it, it like you said, it just felt very lethargic. You know, and and, and you know we, we've got to remember this ain't the same. This ain't the past saving teams. It's, it's a different team, but the past saving teams would put up thirty four in the first quarter. You know, yep. on Austin P. So it, it's just you know we won, and I'm glad we won. But it just you know it just felt weird, like you like you mentioned. Right. Yeah, it was it yeah. was a weird game. But you you used the word lethargic. That was what it was. It was a lethargic mm -hmm. performance from Alabama. Uh, you know, they just kind of did what they needed to do to win. Mm -hmm. And yeah. and that's basically it. Of course, it was eleven AM kickoff, like you mentioned on ESPN plus or mm -hmm. SEC Network Plus, whatever just whatever. something yeah. stupid. I mean yeah. <laughs> uh that that you know, it takes a rocket scientist to figure out how to even get the game turned on i was able to watch the whole game but uh you know i have i have great internet where i'm at but it kept going in and out because you know you're trying to string it just that that was a pain in the butt the announcers were terrible i mean i hate mm -hmm. to be like that but the announcers were ter terrible and then the players were so lethargic and just not excited not really happy to be there mm -hmm. didn't want to be there it's 11 o'clock in the morning. It's about 30 degrees outside. So, like, it, it was just one of the – it was kind of a perfect storm for Alabama to come out and play, not flat, but just not to look dominant like they should have against Austin P, who obviously Alabama is superior to them, you know, on so many levels. But like you mentioned, right. Jason McClellan and Jermaine Burton were, were bright spots for Alabama. Bryce Young played pretty well. The offensive line did a good job of really dominating the line of scrimmage and – uh, the defensive line did that as well. Austin P really 
didn't do a lot on offense in the entire game. You know, they had a couple of possessions in the red zone in the first half mm-hmm. off of Alabama turnovers, which is another reason the game looked a little worse than, than what it really was for Alabama. But, you know, a, a late interception by Jalen Murrow probably uh, prevents Alabama from scoring another touchdown there in the game, you know, which would have put Alabama in the 40, 41-point range. So uh, it was just one of those games where, as a fan – I'm glad it's over. It was it, yeah. it was it was not fun to watch. It wasn't exciting. Uh, it, you know, I, I was excited that Jace McClellan and Roydale Williams were able to get in there and kind of show what they're capable of doing. And uh, you know, hopefully Tyler Steen, the starting left tackle, is not hurt too bad. But I thought Amari Kite done a good job of filling in it for him once he went down there late in the second half or in the first half. But uh, you know, they 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 tested Kool Aid for some reason there in that game and. <laughs> He picked him off. Brian Branch just continues to be, to me, the most consistent defensive player for Alabama mm-hmm. uh, of the entire season. Uh, I think he's probably going to be the first safety taken in the NFL draft this this upcoming draft. So uh, I, I think he is a special talent, and uh, I'm excited to see kind of what the NFL scouts think of Brian Branch because I think he's I think he's phenomenal, Jake. He's he's incredible against the run because he just doesn't miss tackles. Uh, he's a great blitzer. He does a good job of timing blitzes if he's not going to make the sack of of disrupting the quarterback in other ways, whether it's you know pass or or something like that. Uh, but he's also improved his coverage skills. He got him a pick yesterday, and it was kind of nice to see this defense force a few turnovers. That's something they have not done all season long. Yeah, you know that's one of the biggest things that that we have harped on about this defense is. You know, the lack of intensity and the lack of uh, turnovers. And uh, they got a couple of big ones, you know, uh, yesterday. Maybe that was Sparkham, you know, for, for the Iron Bowl. But, you know, I, I'm just kind of concerned because if this, this team comes out slow again in the Iron Bowl. You know, it's – you know, I just don't want to see that this team come out in in the Iron Bowl, you know, next week because it's it, it was not pretty at all. Yeah, no doubt. And, and there's really not – you know, no sense in spending a lot of time on Austin P because mm-hmm. uh, that kind that game kind of is what it is. It wasn't pretty. Alabama got the win. They, they shut them out, which is a big deal. I think I think it's important to, to point out that the Alabama defense left a goose egg on the board. That's that's big time because in the first half, Austin P had two chances to score. They miss a field goal. They go for it on fourth down and goal, and the defense comes up with stops. So uh, to to get a shutout against anybody is is impressive. So. I think that's out, but you mentioned mm-hmm. the Iron Bowl, Jake, and I think we can kind of give a quick preview of what you know what we're expecting from this Iron Bowl. And, and you talked about this Alabama team not coming out flat against Auburn, Jake. If they come out flat, Auburn's going to come out hitting hit them in the mouth because you know Cadillac has those boys fired up down there right. on the plains, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm so glad that game is not being played in Auburn this year. Oh, you're talking about you're talking about Juju down there. You know, yeah. it's it, it could get it, it could have got. Uh, it could get ugly real quick if it was at Auburn. Now being at home, it, it could be. It's going to be a different story. Uh, I expect probably have a sellout uh, for the Iron Bowl, like always. Um, but you know, like you mentioned, Cadillac has has energized that program down there. I mean, you know, just four weeks ago or three or four weeks ago, when Harson got fired, those guys have already just been defeated. I mean, they had yeah. no care whatsoever. They was playing very flat. Not really caring. Cadillac come in, gave them some energy, and I mean they they've had some impressive wins and and have played everybody, uh, you know, better. And they've gotten a lot better. And and one thing that they've used 
uh, or he has done that Harson. I just never understood why he didn't, but he's using those running backs like you know, the I mean Tank Bisbee is your offense. Yeah, Jock Hunter and, and is Jock your Wes offense. Hunter. Yes, yeah, absolutely. They are your offense. Robbie Ashford is not that great of a passer. So you've got to run your offense through those two, those two freaking amazing running backs. And he's that's what he's doing. And look what the success that they've had. Yeah, and and look, uh, a lot of people are, are hyping up Auburn and Cadillac Williams, and I'm not trying to take anything away from them. They are playing hard, Jake, but mm-hmm. you know, they've they've beaten uh Western Kentucky and who'd they beat last week? They beat Mississippi State too, you know. No, they got no, no they, yeah, they went to overtime in that game. Yeah. Uh, who was it that they beat? Texas A&M. Texas A&M. Texas A&M. Well, everybody's that's, that's, them. So yeah. that's my point. Like, yeah. despite how, you know, hard this team is playing for Cadillac and and they are playing better, mm-hmm. they're, they hadn't beat nobody, Jake. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, Alabama's the better team. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Sure, Auburn's going to come out with a lot of emotion in, in, in this game. And Alvin was probably going to have to survive that early wave of emotion that Auburn has. But, Jake, when it comes down to it, Alvin was a better team. You know, they got Bryce Young. Auburn's offensive line is is in shambles. Yeah. Alabama's defense is good at stopping the run. I, I just don't see how Auburn can consistently, you know, make plays on offense to, to keep the game close because you know that, that Bryce Young and Alabama's offense, despite how they look lethargic in, in some ways – when they have to, they make plays. Right. And so I just think that, you know, maybe for a quarter and a half or two quarters, you're looking at a pretty tight football game because all the emotion that Auburn's playing with. But, you know, the, the, the second half of that game, it's it's probably going to be all Alabama. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I think the spread's around 25, which is probably too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it'll finish there. I think it'll probably finish around 21 or maybe 24. But, mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't see a way for Auburn to win this game because, you know, Alabama's still fighting to win 10 games. I know Auburn's, you know, going to be fighting to, to get bowl eligible, but they just don't have enough. You know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's not that Cadillac is not going to have those guys ready. They just don't have enough. Yeah, I mean, that that's the thing. The talent level is, you know, it's a big difference in this game. Alabama is far, far more talented team, uh, you know, and you talked about – Bryce and the offense making plays when they need to. I mean, we saw that in the Iron Bowl last year. You know, when when our bats against the wall and Bryce takes us, that would take us down and lead us. But I honestly feel like even if Alabama has a lethargic showing on offense, if they at least get thirty to thirty-five points in this game, I think they win and win. You know, by you know ten points or so. You're you're muted. (laughs) I don't I don't see Auburn honestly getting above 17 points in right. this game, Jake. I, I don't yeah. see how they could do that, um, you know, unless some some crazy stuff happens, which, you know, if it was being played at, in Jordan-Hare Stadium, I might feel a little different. I mean, I still yeah. think Alvin would win, but, you know, you, you always have to account for some crazy stuff happening down there exactly. you know, uh, in Auburn. But in Tuscaloosa, Jake, uh, I just – with Bryce Young at quarterback and, mm-hmm. and Jameer Gibbs is most likely going to be back and, and the way Jace McClellan has played and – and Jermaine Burton has played the last couple of weeks. Uh, I just feel like Alabama is going to have too much firepower. And we're going to be talking about this matchup later on this week. But um, I, my early thoughts are that I'll come in inspired. Alabama is going to just kind of have to weather that early storm from Auburn mm-hmm. and and just, you know, 
make it to the second quarter without some crazy stuff ha- happening and then just take care of business the rest of the way. And and I think yep. Alabama's going to do that to to finish 10 and 2 on the regular season, Jake. We're, you know, Tennessee's having their best year in forever uh and they're probably going to finish 10 and 2 and we're having our worst season in 15 years and we're going to finish 10 and 2. They're going to be super excited and us Alabama fans are going to be down in the dumps. That just kind of tells yeah. you the difference in programs and, and their status right now. But speaking of Tennessee, how about that drumming they took from South Carolina? Yeah, let's let's since we got a few minutes, let's look around the SEC. Uh, you know, freaking Tennessee, I mean, just got absolutely demolished by by a South Carolina team who's had their ups and downs this year. I mean, they let an egg against Dagon, Missouri just a few weeks ago. Yeah. And then they come out and just absolutely dominated on both sides of the ball. And, you know, Spencer Rattler, I didn't really think was up to the task of beating an SEC type defense, but my gosh, you know, well, Tennessee had, ain't no you know, SEC defense. Well, that's, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We saw that last night 63 points. Golly. And, and another interesting thing about the game for, for Tennessee this week, you got Vandy. It's a robbery game. Vandy, <laughs> Vandy, absolutely demolished i mean the score might have been close but if you watch you know any of that game it seemed like vandy just went up and down the field on on florida and they're fighting to be bowl eligible so you know vandy's going to come up fired in that game too so that could get interesting yeah hey what is the status of hooker have you have you heard i hadn't heard i you know they i i just saw after the game somebody said it could be a significant uh, knee injury, so I haven't heard anything. So this from that. We're, we're recording this on Sunday afternoon, so we're, we I have not heard anything mm-hmm. uh, on, on Hen and Hooker's status, but that's obviously going to be a big deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, Joe Milton's obviously a capable quarterback, but uh, anytime you lose your starting quarterback, I don't care how good your backup is, the chemistry on your team is then disrupted. Right. So uh, that that would be a perfect storm for Vanderbilt and. Uh, what a way for for them to become bowl eligible if they were able to beat Tennessee uh, when, when it seemed like Tennessee was was you know had a chance to to work their way into the playoffs. So yeah, w- what a turn of events uh, over the last you know twenty four hours. And you know the truth is Alabama was this close to being right back in it. Jake mm-hmm. uh, TCU makes the field goal as, as time expired. Michigan makes mm-hmm. a field goal to win their game. Uh, Ohio State hangs on to beat Maryland. Uh, if just a couple of those things don't happen, Jake, Alabama's probably ranked fifth today. Exactly. Yeah. It's, 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 cr- it's crazy. So Alabama was that close, and that's kind of how it's been all season for Alabama. You know, mm-hmm. they're that close to beating LSU and that close to beating Tennessee, and they're undefeated right now and probably number one in the country. And, uh, you know, when you look at the way Tennessee gets beat by South Carolina, look, I, I think that's one thing that us Alabama fans have kind of been spoiled on and maybe we're not thinking about – I think people are kind of starting to come on board right now, but Alabama lost on the road to Tennessee and mm-hmm. lost on the road to LSU, both by a combined of four points. Four. Mm-hmm. Tennessee goes on the road, gets boat raced by Georgia, and gets mm-hmm. boat raced by South Carolina. Yeah. There's a difference between getting boat raced and you know a team having to convert a two-point conversion – and then a team having you miss a kick and then then make a kick to win the game. So Alabama was this close to being undefeated and number one in the country, Jake. So I, I just I hope that is is not bad. Alabama has not been bad this year, but as up and down as this team has looked this season, uh, they're four points away from 
from probably being number one right now uh, and, you know, headed to another SEC championship game. And, uh, you know, Georgia yesterday, you know, Kentucky really blew that game. They had a chance there in the fourth quarter to really make it a game. And, yeah. you know, they just – they they do what Kentucky does. And But, you know, I just don't think there's a dominant team this year, Jake. I, I don't think – Ohio State's not dominant, Michigan's not dominant, and Georgia's not dominant. They're all really good, but they're not dominant. Right. So uh, it's a it's a strange year. TCU's not dominant. I mean, it, it took a last second field goal to beat Baylor. So I, I just and, and you know they've kind of been hanging on all year long anyway. Um, yeah. But it, it, this season's kind of been a weird year all around college football. Yeah, it, it's it has been a, a strange year, and uh, it's not over with yet. I mean, we still got you know this rivalry week's weekend, rivalry weekend, and then we've got all the bowl games too. So. Uh, I'm just interested to see some of the matchups that play out. You know, even if Alabama's not going to, you know, get in the playoffs, we're going to get a New Year's Six Bowl more than likely. And yeah. I'd be interested to see who we get. Who Pro- we get probably going to probably going to be Clemson, unless mm-hmm. uh, you know some upsets happen. Because the only way I the way I see it, Jake, uh, the loser of of Ohio State Michigan is probably still going to get in, unless it's just an absolute bloodbath. Right. Uh, so. There's two teams right there. Georgia's going to get in because LSU's not going to beat them. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's three teams right there. Uh, unless TCU loses, they're in. Uh, you know, then you still got USC mm-hmm. and Clemson. I think they're probably, you know, they're they're going to be out there on the edge. But if they don't get in, I think that's probably going to be Alabama's, uh, you know, New Year's Six game against Clemson. So mm-hmm. th- that would be a lot of fun. I think both teams would have a lot of opt outs, but it would still be a lot of fun because. That game would would virtually turn into game one of the twenty twenty three season, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, absolutely. much much like that Citrus Bowl was for for Mac Jones and all those guys a couple of years ago after Tua got hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you kind of got a glimpse at what this album team might look like the next year, and turns out we were right. And uh, I think that's kind of what what that game would turn into for Alabama. So I'm still looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the Iron Bowl, Jake. I think it's going to be a lot of fun because I think you're going to see Alabama play with a little more emotion in that game than than what we've maybe seen, you know, for the majority of this season. Because, like I said, 10 wins are on the line. A New Year's Six Bowl game is on the line. So there's still a lot to play for. And I think there's still some pride in that locker room. And and I'm looking forward to seeing that on display this weekend. Yeah, I agree 100%. You know, that's – it's not championship, you know, this, you know, this year, but there, like you said, there's still a lot of, a lot to play for, and, and it's going to be up to the coaches to get the guys motivated, you know, and and say, hey, especially the, the underclassmen, you're playing for your, you know, you're playing for your spot next year, so let's go out there and make it, make it happen. So I expect the boys to come out, come out strong, and, and play well against Auburn, and play well in their New Year's Six Bowl. Yep, no doubt, no doubt. But I'm excited about all that, and we're going to talk more about the Iron Bowl later this week. Yeah. Uh, but but that's going to wrap up this episode. Uh, thank you so much for watching. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, and give this video a thumbs up. And like we said, jump in the comments and let us know your thoughts on the album performance against Austin P. And your you know your early thoughts on the Iron Bowl matchup with Auburn down there in Tuscaloosa this upcoming weekend. But for Stacy Blackwood and Jake Thomas, this has been another episode of Tide Talk Live. And until next time, roll tide. Roll tide.